بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والعاقبة للمتقين ولا عدوان إلا على الظالمين وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين أما بعد then before, as a reminder to myself first and foremost and to our brothers and sisters here to go through maybe some of these questions and answers answered by Shaykh Ibn Uthaymin rahimahullah regarding the actions of the heart uh, no doubt iman is statement of the tongue actions of the limbs and statement and action of the heart the statement of the heart is your aqidah the actions of the heart are such as love and hate and hope and desire these are actions of the heart and reliance, tawakkul and they are heavy on the scales and how great an action is how great an action is raised because of the the affair of the heart, the sincerity of the heart. Before the action is made or conducted, the person is sincere to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and that action is accepted because of that sincerity and also the action being in accordance to the sunnah. Those two conditions for any action to be accepted, sincerity and ittiba' following the sunnah of the Messenger wasallam. And how small an action is raised and magnified because of the, the intention behind it. And how big an action is diminished because of the person's intention. So actions of the heart are very important for each and every one of us. No doubt the aqidah, the speech of the heart, the aqidah is important. It's the heaviest on the scales on Yom Al-Qiyamah. But at the same time, also the actions of the heart, relying upon Allah, loving Allah more than you love anyone else, loving the Messenger more than you love anyone else, including yourself, as the Messenger himself said, uh, Three things, if you have, then you have indeed attained the sweetness of faith. That Allah and His Messenger become more beloved to him than anyone else and you hibb al-mar' la yuhibbuhu illa lillah that you love a person and you don't love him except for the sake of Allah wa an yakrah an ya'uda ila al-kufr kama yakrah an yuqdha fi nar and thirdly the person he hates to return to disbelief just as he hates to be thrown into the fire so if you have these characteristics then you have tasted the sweetness of faith loving Allah more than you love anyone else Loving the Rasul more than you love anyone else. And likewise, loving each other for Allah's sake. Not for dunya, not for wealth, possessions, or worldly gain. But rather, loving each other for Allah's sake. This is from your wala, from your love, your allegiance. You love for Allah's sake. And you give. And in the other hadith, the Messenger said, Man a'ta lillah, wa mana'a lillah, wa ahabba fillah, wa abghada fillah, faqad istakmal al-iman. That the one who gives for Allah's sake, he withholds for Allah's sake, and he he loves for Allah's sake, and he hates for Allah's sake, then he has completed faith. He has completed iman. So therefore, today, inshallah, we just first question that came up to Shaykh Muhammad regarding this is: It was said to him, "Kafa yakunu ikhlas al-amalillah." How can one actually be sincere in their actions towards Allah. How can they be sincere in that action? So Shaykh Ibn Uthaymin said, Ikhlasul Amal huwa anna al-ibadata la yuradu biha 
illa wajhullah. First and foremost, if you want to know if you, that your action is sincere, first and foremost, when you worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then that worship should be only for the seeking the face of Allah. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions that in Surah Kaf, وَاصْبِرْ نَفْسَكَ مَعَ الَّذِينَ يَدْعُونَ رَبَّهُمْ بِالْغَدَاتِ وَالْعَشِيِّ يُرِيدُونَ وَجْهَةِ And be patient with those who worship Allah day and night, seeking His face. يُرِيدُونَ وَجْهَةِ وَلَا تَعْدُعَيْنَكَ عَنْهُمْ تُرِيدُ زِينَةَ الْحَيَاةِ الدُّنْيَا And don't turn your, face, your, your eyes away from them seeking the, the Hayat al-Dunya, the, the life of this world. وَلَا تُطْعِمَنْ أَغْفَلْنَا قَلْبَهُ عَنْ ذِكْرِنَا وَاتَّبَعَ and also, do not obey those who have turned away with heedlessness. Their hearts become heedless. Don't follow those individuals. And the affair is all chaos and all over the place. Because they've turned away from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And how many times you see that? People complain about problems with their families, with their business and wealth and children and family. They complain and complain and complain. Ah. Uh, not being grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, not being patient through the difficulties and hardship and times of distress. But rather, you find problems after problems, things going wrong. Allah mentioned that. The affair is chaos. The affair is, is a mess. But if they were to take the first part of the verse and be patient with those who call upon their Lord day or night, seeking His face, being sincere to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in all that you say and all that you do. So Shaykh Nathaniel said, first and foremost, seeking Allah subhanahu wa face. Be sincere in all that you do. Starts from your heart. As in the hadith of Nu'man ibn Bashir. The last part of the hadith. What is the last part of the hadith? Ala fil jasadi mudga. Ida salahat salah al jasadu kulluhu. Ida fasadat fasad al jasadu kulluhu. Ala wa hiya al qalb. Indeed, there's a piece of flesh. If it is sound, the whole body is sound. If it is corrupt, the whole body is corrupt. Indeed, it is the heart. So rectification uh, or rectifying the heart is first and foremost, starting with that. If it is sound, the whole body is sound. But look, the connection of the heart and the tongue, subhanAllah. A great connection, the hadith of the Messenger, which is sahih. And that is every morning, the heart says to the tongue, اِتَّقِلَّهَا فِينَا The limbs. Fear Allah concerning us. I think the narration mentions the limbs. Anyway, there's a connection there between the heart, the limbs, and, and, and the tongue. Ittaqilafina ida ida astakamta astakamna wa ida awajta awajna. If you are upright, then we will be upright. And if you are corrupt, then we will be corrupt. Huh? Then we will be crooked. If you are crooked, then we will be also be crooked. So the tongue, if it is upright, then alhamdulillah you will see that rectification in the heart, and you will see that rectification also in the in the limbs. So the tongue, the heart, and the limbs, there is a connection. And this is mentioned by the Messenger where he said the highest form of Iman is to say La ilaha illallah, which is a statement of the tongue. The lowest form of Iman is to remove a harmful object from the path, <coughs> which is actions of the limbs. And indeed, Haya, Shu'batum al Iman, shyness is a branch of faith, which is from the actions of the heart. So seeking Allah's face first and foremost. And doing these actions for the akhirah, not for the dunya. Doing them for the akhirah. Actions of worship. Some people, you'll be surprised, some people, they do actions of the akhirah for the dunya. Yes, they may, they may uh, uh, 
they may do an action which will on the outset look as, as being righteous, but in reality, it, he is seeking the dunya for that action. Like in the hadith in Sahih Muslim, the three who will come on the day of judgment. One of them is a alim. A alim who taught the people, not for Allah's sake, but he did it so that the people can call him a alim. Yani for the people. He did it for the worldly gain. He did it for the people. He didn't do it for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Rather, he did it for either status or wealth. He did it for other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will throw that individual into the fire. Because he was not sincere in that which he, he did, on that which he was doing. And also Ibn al-Qayyim mentions this. Ibn al-Qayyim mentions about those individuals, the, the ulama, the scholar or the one who learns for other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's sake, other than seeking the face of Allah. He said, وَعَالِمٌ بِعِلْمِهِ لَمْ يَعْمَلًا مُعَذَّبٌ مِنْ قَبْلِ عُبَّادِ الْوَثَنِ The alim who, who doesn't, he doesn't act according to his knowledge. He's not actually seeking the face of Allah. He's not in front of people they think he's righteous. But maybe alone he's doing other than that. So in front of people, maybe they see him as righteous and they see him he's a alim in the people's eyes. But the real alim is the one who fears Allah. Those who truly fear Allah amongst his slaves, amongst his worshippers, are the ulama. So, عَالِمٌ بِعِلْمِهِ لَمْ يَعْمَلًا لَمْ يَعْمَلًا He's not actually acting according to what Allah subhanahu wa taught him. Allah said, لِمَا تَقُولُونَ مَا لَا تَفْعَلُونَ Why do you say that which you don't do? كَبُرَ مَقْتًا عِنْدَ اللَّهِ تَقُولُ مَا لَا تَفْعَلُونَ It is great, it is severe in the sight of Allah that you say that which you don't do. It is severe in the sight of Allah that you say that which you don't do. So, doing actions for Allah's sake. Learning the deen of Allah for Allah's sake. Being sincere, rectifying the heart. Rectifying, checking your sincerity daily. Checking your heart daily. Your love, your hate, your hope, your desire, your reliance, your tawakkal. Naam, Allah subhanahu wa reminds us. Read the Quran and you'll see. Allah subhanahu wa reminds us all the time. وَتَوَكَّلْ عَلَى الْحَيِّ الَّذِي لَا يَمُوتُ Rely upon the one who's the all living who doesn't die. وَتَوَكَّلْ عَلَى اللَّهِ إِنَّ اللَّهَ يُحِبُّ الْمُتَوَكِّلِينَ Rely upon Allah, Allah loves those who rely upon Him. And in the hadith of Umar ibn Khattab رضي الله عنه, لَوْ أَنَّكُمْ تَتَوَكَّلُونَ عَلَى اللَّهِ حَقَّ تَوَكُّلِهِ لَرَزَقَكُمْ كَمَا يَرْزُقُ الطَّيْرِ كَمَا يَرْزُقُ الطَّيْرِ يَغْدُوا خِمَاصًا وَيَرُوحُ بِطَانًا If you were truly to rely upon Allah, true reliance, then Allah will provide for you just as He provides for the bird in the, that goes early in the morning seeking food and comes back full. Comes back full. That's a true reliance. Relying upon Allah Azza wa Jal. Checking the reliance. Tawakkul. Checking also uh, the other actions. The love. Who are those who love Allah the most? The believers. They love Allah the most. They don't do things for the people. They do it for Allah. They are sincere in all of their speech and in their actions. They are careful. They, as Ibn al-Qayyim, they check their action before they do it, while they do it, and after they do it. That's how in touch they are with being careful. Being careful that their action is accepted. It's not just doing the actions. 
is not doing many actions. Allah did not say, لِيَبْلُوَكُمْ أَيُّكُمْ أَكْثَرُ amala. Allah did not say that He will test those who do many deeds. He said, لِيَبْلُوَكُمْ أَيُّكُمْ أَحْسَنُ amala. Allah will test those who do correct deeds, best deeds, correct deeds. And when is it أَحْسَنُ amala? Fudail ibn Uyad, uh, from the scholars of the Salaf, he said that أَحْسَنُ amala is مَا كَانَ أَخْلَصُهُ وَأَصْوَبُهُ That which is sincere and correct. They said to him, O oh, Abu Ali, what is أَخْلَصُهُ وَأَصْوَبُهُ What is what does it mean to be sincere and correct? He said, مَا كَانَ أَخْلَصُهُ لِلَّهِ What is sincere to Allah and correct according to the sunnah of the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So when you do actions, seek for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. For Allah. Your prayer, your sacrifice, your life and your death for Allah. La sharika lah. Who has no partners. And that which I have been commanded with and I'm the first of the Muslims. I'm the first to submit to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as Ibrahim alayhi wa sallam mentioned. Ibrahim alayhi wa sallam Hanifan, Musliman, Wamakana Minal Mushrikeen. He was Hanif, upright, swaying away from shirk, sincere, and he was not from the polytheists. Ibrahim alayhi salam. Musa alayhi salam. Allah described Musa. He said, Wakana indallahi wajiha. Wakana indallahi wajiha. He had status with who? With Allah. He had status with Allah. People are seeking status with the society. People are seeking status with other than Allah. Seek status with Allah. Be pious. Kunu ibadallahi ikhwana. Be brothers and be worshippers of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that starts with the heart. So Shaykh ibn Uthaymi said, La yuradu biha ad-dunya. Your actions should not be seeking the dunya. Ya'ni la yusalli al-insan li-ajli an yumdah. Person shouldn't pray such that he is praised. فَيُقَالُ مَا أَكْثَرَ قِيَامَهُ لِلصَّلَاةِ Such that the people say, MashaAllah, look how many, how, how prolonged his prayer is in the prayer. Prolonged his, his standing is in the prayer. وَمَا أَكْثَرَ صَلَاتُهُ And look how, uh, look how much his prayer is. وَمَا أَشْبَهَ ذَلَكْ بِحَيْثُ يَجْعَلُ He says, بِحَيْثُ يَجْعَلُ عَمَلَهُ خَالِصًا لِلَّهِ Such that, you make your actions sincerely for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. For sake, you read be a thawab min indih. Seeking that reward from, from Allah. Seeking that reward from Allah. Some people, they may strive in their worship. That it may be said, they have lots of prayer. And they have lots of umrah. And they have lots of hajj. And when he comes out from hajj, they say, hajji. And they say, MashaAllah, he's done Hajj. Uh, oh, MashaAllah, he does lots of charity. Naam. And this will reduce your ikhlas. If you, this will reduce the action that you've done. How great. The tab, the effort, the striving that you've done. And you, and you didn't do it for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's sake. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, They have not been commanded except to worship Allah sincerely in their, in their religion, in their way. Being upright. And Allah only created us to worship Him sincerely. And He said, By Allah, if the person was to ponder, He says, upon these verses that we have just mentioned, He would really indeed take heed. So you have not been created except to worship Him, He says. And your presence here in this dunya is not just to fill the dunya. 
You're not just filling a space in this life, filling a gap. That's not why you're here. This you're here in this life for for a purpose. That is your purpose to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And everything else is secondary. You're not here to build castles, he says. Not to uh, not to strive to drive expensive cars as as though that is your purpose. And nor is it to surround your body with luxurious clothes and luxurious shelter around, around you that you live in and dwellings. This is not why you have been created. You have been created to worship Allah. Whether you're rich or poor, whether you're old or young, as soon as you reach the age of puberty, uh, as soon as you reach that age, when the angels start writing, Kiram and Katibin, those angels ready to write down everything that you do, everything that you say, even the actions of the heart, even the speech of the heart, is written. Is written. Yom al Qiyamah. That action of the heart that you have, how much love you have, how much adherence you have to the Sunnah, how much, what is your sin, is it sincere? That is written, Ya Abdullah. So how is it then that we are heedless? First and foremost, we should remind each other with the remembrance of Allah. To remind each other, Wallahi, we need to remind ourselves. Why do we have so many adhkar? From when we wake up to when we sleep. Why so, so many adhkar? Daily. Repeat it on a daily, regular basis. Why we are encouraged to read Quran re regularly? Why we are encouraged to say these adhkar and istighfar and tawbah and inaba? Continuous repentance. Why? Because we need it. Because if we don't, then, uh, then we'll go astray. Shaitan is there to lead us astray, to make us heedless. إِنَّمَا يُرِيدُ شَيْطَانًا يُقْعَ بَيْنَكُمُ الْعَدَاوَةَ وَالْبَغْضَاءَ فِي الْخَمْرِ وَالْمَيْسِرُ يَصُدَّكُمْ عَنْ وَيَصُدَّكُمْ عَنْ ذِكْرِ اللَّهِ And he will take you away from the remembrance of Allah. And يَصُدَّكُمْ in Arabic means to block you. Like an obstacle. He will be an obstacle between you and the remembrance of Allah. وَعَنِ الصَّلَاةِ And from the prayer. And from the prayer. Look, you mentioned the dhikr of Allah, then the prayer. And the prayer is from the dhikr of Allah. But he specified it after it to show you its importance. And whoever's created for worship, then he must make uh, his actions. Uh, all of it, he must make it ibadah, actual ibadah, worship. Even your mu'amalat, you're sleeping. It's not ibadah. But it can be ibadah if you have the right intention. If you intend by this sleep, I'm going to sleep to make me stronger in order to worship Allah. Allahu Akbar. It becomes ibadah. You're sleeping and it's ibadah. See how great uh, in learning the knowledge regarding these affairs that, sh that the scholars bring, it helps us. We're in bed and we're getting, work, we're getting reward. Subhanallah. Becomes ibadah. Because why you intended by your interaction, by your mu'amalat, you intended the face of Allah and you intended to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala better. And that is why, how great is the suhoor. You wake up in the last third part of the night and you take your suhoor, your, and that becomes ibadah. Why? Because you intended. So your in, eating at that time becomes ibadah because you intended to eat in order to strengthen yourself, to fast and the, uh, 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 the following day. You wanted to 
strengthen yourself, to get energize yourself. And you're created for that. وَمَنْ خُلِقَ لِلْعِبَادَةِ يَنْبَغِي أَنْ يَجْعَلَ عَمَلَهُ كُلَّهُ عِبَادَةِ وَلِعَادَةِ كَانَ الْمُوَفَّقُونَ الْكَيِّسُونَ يَجْعَلُونَ عَادَاتِهِمْ عِبَادَةِ That's why the enlightened one and the smart one, the intelligent one, the one who Allah has enlightened to, to be upon the correct path, the guided one, he is the one who makes all of his actions ibadah. Not just the salah, the siyam, the zakah, but he makes all of his actions ibadah. His mu'amala, he's sleeping, he's eating, he makes all of that ibadah. Allahu Akbar. And as for the heedless ones, they make their action, they make their, uh, they make their ibadah as ada, the opposite. When they come for the salah, it's routine. They make their ibadah like routine. Now they've forgotten the purpose of that ibadah. Was to remember Allah. The Prophet loved the salah. Arihna biha ya salah. Ju'ilat qurratu aini fi salah. He's ready. He, the corners of his eyes is in the prayer. Enjoying the salah. Prolonging the prayer. Prolonging the prayer. Enjoying it. Aladina, as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned, sort of, sort of, ma'arij, kalla inna lada, lazza'atan di shawa, tad'u man adbara wa tawalla, wajama'a fa'awa, inna al-insana khuliqa halu'a, idha massahu sharru jazu'a, wa idha massahu al-khayru manu'a, illa al-musalleen. Allahu Akbar. Except those who pray. They're not the hasty ones. They're not the ones who lose their temper and, and hasty when things don't go right for them. Illa al-musalleen. Because they remind each other with, with, with they remind themselves with the salah. Alladina hum ala salatim da'imun. They are continuous in their prayer. They are continuous. It's not one-off. They enjoy, they enjoy the salah, ya Abdullah. They enjoy it. When they stand up in the prayer, Allah said, Qumu lillahi qaniteen. Stand up. To Allah uh, as Qanit. And Qanit is somebody who prolongs his prayer, enjoying it and loving it. He's Qanit. Tul al Qiyam. Fa'anta tajidul muwafak. Asalullah and yajalani waman samiya minhum in akala yakulu imtithalan li amrillah. He said, May Allah make us of those who are uh, enlightened and guided, guided to make all our actions for Allah's sake. So, may Allah make us, he says, of those, when they eat, they eat, why? يَأْكُلُوا imtithan لِأَمْرِ Because of the command of Allah. Allah commands us to eat. كُلُوا وَشْرَبُوا I used to hear this from Shaykh Muhammad al-Banna, I used to visit him in his house, and every time he's, he's offering us food, and he reminds us of this verse, كُلُوا وَشْرَبُوا كُلُوا وَشْرَبُوا It's a command of Allah. I'm eating because Allah has commanded me. Allahu Akbar. Not I'm eating because I'm hungry. Not I'm eating because... I just want to fill my stomach. I just want to close the gap. That's not because of that. I'm eating because Allah commanded me to eat. I'm sleeping because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is going to aid me. Huh? And he said, libasa," And we have made the night as libasa, as a covering for sleep, for rest. ma'asha," And we have made the day for livelihood. Allahu Akbar. So when he eats, he eats because Allah told him to eat. He drinks because Allah told him to drink. Allahu Akbar. And he's using that in order to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. وَيَقْصُدُ بِالْأَكَلْ حِفْظَ بَدَنِهِ And he intends by eating uh, to protect his badan. But obviously don't eat too much. Shaykh Muhammad al-Bani used to joke and he used to say, uh, if, you give your, if you give your body, your stomach, 
colors, it will give you sides. Colors meaning different types of foods, it will give you sides. You start becoming fat. So don't eat too much. Eat, as the Messenger has advised, yani a third for food, a third for uh, drink, and a third to leave a third for air. Not eating too much. And also the Prophet himself in another hadith, he said, uh, 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 it is sufficient ish, to eat luqaymat. Yaqumna sulba. Luqaymat. Yani small portions enough to straighten your back with. You know, such that you're not, you're not hungry. وَهُوَ مَأْمُورٌ بِحِفْظِ بَدَنِهِ And you have been commanded to guard your body. نَعَمْ نِعْمَتَانِ مَغْبُورٌ فِيهِمَا كَثِيرٌ مِنَ النَّاسِ الصِّحَةُ وَالْفَرَاقِ Two things people waste most. Good health and free time. So you've been commanded to look after your health. Eat healthily. وَإِنْ أَكَلَ يُرِيدُ اسْتِعَانَ بِهِ And when he eats, he seeks, he seeks by that to aid him to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in order to worship Allah. So his ta'am, that which he's tasting and he's enjoying, huh? whether it is food or drink that he's tasting, it becomes ibadah. Allahu Akbar. He's enjoying it, becomes ibadah for him. وَإِنْ لَبِسَا يَنْوِ بِذَلِكَ And when he dresses, he puts his clothes on, then he seeks by that what? To cover his aura. To cover his private parts from the people. And then, he remembers that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has already commanded us to cover ourselves. Ya Bani Adam, qad anzalna alaykum libasan yuwari sawatikum. O Bani Adam, we have sent down to you clothes to cover your private parts. Wahada libas ad daruri. This is the libas ad daruri. That libas, the clothing which is necessary. And then the, and that is warisha, covering the, the private parts. And as for uh, the libas al-jamal, clothing which is uh, which one clothes themselves by out of beauty, beautification, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, The clothing of piety that is best. According to the sunnah of the Messenger sallam, for the women to cover themselves with the hijab, uh, with the libas al-taqwa, and likewise the men to cover their, uh, uh, themselves with that which is prescribed فَإِذَا نَوَى وَاسْتَحْضَرَ بِقَلْبِهِ عِنْدَ اللِّبَاسِ هَذَا الْمَعْنَى صَارَ اللِّبَاسِ عِبَادَةِ So, if he intends and his heart now is attentive in realizing, in knowing that this clothing, I'm wearing it because uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has commanded me to wear it then his wearing of these clothes becomes ibadah. So his eating becomes ibadah, his wearing of his clothes becomes ibadah, his sleeping becomes ibadah. Allahu Akbar. Ibadah upon ibadah. On top of the salah that he's doing and the siyam and the zakah and the hajj, which is all ibadah. But because of his state of his heart, now he's added to his ibadah. وَهَكَذَا الْعَادَاتِ يَسْتَطِيعُ الْمُؤْمِنُ الْمُوَفَّقَ الْكَيِّسَ أَنْ يَجْعَلَ عَادَاتِهِ عِبَادَاتِ And this is the mu'min who has been guided, enlightened, by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to, to make his mu'amalat uh, as ibadah. Amma al-ghafil and as for the heedless one then his ibadat his own ibadat his prayer, his fasting, his umrah, his hajj has become ada, has become like a routine. Uh, whenever he has the adhan 
Ah, he goes to the masjid. This is routine. When Ramadan comes, he fasts. Routine. Ah, without having that istihdar al-qalb. Without having that uh, the heart. Ah, recognizing how great this ibadah is. And he's going to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in this ibadah. I'm going to the masjid to please Allah. I'm going to make this prayer the last prayer. As if it is the last prayer, as the Messenger used to say, Sallu salata muwaddi'in, pray as if this is your last prayer. How are you going to make that prayer if it's your last prayer? It's going to be, you're going to try your best to make it uh, a good prayer. But that individual who just takes his prayer as routine, so he just bows, he prostrates, he stands, bows, prostrates, he stands. Salamu alaikum, salamu alaikum. When they stand up for prayer, they stand up lazily. Just to be seen by the people. And They don't remember Allah except, except little. This is how they get up for the prayer. They don't get up for the prayer except remembering Allah very little. Naam. So he does his wudu, he does his salah. But imagine you're doing your wudu. And this is because Allah's messengers have commanded you. You are doing it with knowledge of how many times you're supposed to do your, to wash your, your, your hands, your face, how many times and how, and how you're supposed to do it, washing your, your hands from the tip of your fingers right until your elbows and including your elbows, washing that. And you know that you're doing it because the Messenger Sallallahu commanded you to do it. Of course, the one who's doing wudu like that is not like the one who's just rushing. Or the one who just puts his foot on the water and he just goes like that. Huh? But the one who washes with the correct intention and also with the istihdar al-qalb, with the heart being attentive in what, this, in what, what the action is doing, then no doubt that is far greater. No doubt it is far greater. Then he mentioned the verse, Ya ayyuhal ladina amanu idha qumtum ila salafa aqsilu wujuhakum wa aidiyakum ila al-marafiqi wa msahu bi ru'usikum wa arjulakum ila al-ka'bayn. The verse which showing, shows us the, uh, the pillars of the wudu, and that is all you believe. If you stand up in prayer, then wash your faces. Wash your faces and your hands. Uh, until and including your elbows and then wipe your heads. And wash your feet up and including uh, your uh, your ankles he says hal yastahdir annahu yutabbiq qawlullah azza is that person now when he's doing this wudu is his heart now remembering this verse is his heart now remembering that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala commanded him with this and so he's doing it now as a fulfillment of this commandment of course that individual is doing it like that his his action is far raised and his action is far greater. And according and if he's doing it according to the Sunnah as well, Allahu Akbar. Reward upon reward. And that's why the Messenger mentioned even about the one who goes out for the prayer. He does his wudu correctly. And he goes out towards the salah without fooling around, without messing around, without uh, uh, being distracted. He goes for the salah without even intertwining his fingers. Uh, but he goes to the salah. And he's there waiting for the salah. He's, been, he's, he's in the salah. Even he hasn't even started the salah. He's in the salah. And when he finishes, he sits there. And the angels are, uh, are, sending, uh, are supplicating for him. Uh, subhanallah. So going to the masjid, he gets reward. Coming back from the masjid, he gets reward. Each step he takes, 
Allah subhanahu wa raises him a degree and forgives him a sin. فَالَّذِي يَنْبَغِ لَنَا أَنْ نَسْدَحْدِرَ هَذَا وَنُخْلِسْ لِلَّهِ So this is what's for us. فَيَنْوِي الْمُسْلِمْ فِي قَلْبِهِ أَقْسِلُ وَجْهِ اِمْتِثَانٍ لِأَمْرِ اللَّهِ In your heart, I'm washing my, uh, my face, fulfilling the commandment of Allah. I'm washing my hands, fulfilling the commandment of Allah. I'm wiping my head, fulfilling the commandment of Allah. All of that, he is rewarded immensely and greatly. Following the sunnah of the Messenger, likewise, the sunnah of Allah doesn't change. And how great is the sunnah of the Messenger? I have been given the Quran and that which is similar to it. And all of that comes back to Another question here How can we make our actions sincere for Allah's sake? Shaykh Nathayim Rahmullah said, As-sabilu ladalika an yakuna al-insanu muta'abbidan lillah. That the, the, the path to making your, sincere, your actions sincere is that you are a worship of, worship of Allah. Yarju thawab Allah, seeking the reward from Allah. Don't seek anyone else, he says, from the people to praise him. And if someone praises you, you dislike it. Just like somebody... Uh, if someone praises you, you wish to throw sand on him or soil over him because you don't want that praise. The praise and the dispraise to you is the same. And as one of the scholars mentioned, when someone praises you, treat them as if they are uh, they are dead, as if they are in their graves. It don't it won't benefit me. Why? What will benefit me? As Sheikh Albani said, what will benefit you people's praise in front of Allah? In front of Allah is you and your actions. How are you going to get into Jannah? Because people praise you. Allah says, Your actions, being sincere. Your actions according to the Sunnah. That is why it's important. Not that I'm seeking the praise of the people. How many times do you see the ulama when they are praised and they don't like the praise? They say, Wallahi. Sheikh Ubaid used to say many times, By Allah, I, I, I bear witness. And I bear witness... And Allah is, and Allah subhanahu wa taala is present, يعني is is all knowing of this, of what I'm saying. And the angels are writing, and the believers are listening. That I do not like this praise that the brother has praised me with. Subhanallah. Why? Because they they're scared for themselves. Each and every one of us, we should fear for ourselves to slip. قلوب العباد بين أصبعين من الرحمن يقلب كيف يشاء. The hearts of the servants are between the two fingers of Rahman. He changes it how he wills. Today you may be a believer, tomorrow you may be disbeliever. None of us are guaranteed anything. How many people slip? How many people have gone? They came and they went. They were believers and they became disbelievers. Or they were upon sunnah and now they are upon bid'ah. How many people have left? How many people? Ya Abdullah, Ya Amatullah, Wallah, the, the, the affair is serious. The affair is so serious indeed that we are scared. How can we not be scared when the Prophet himself is saying, Ya Muqallib al-Qulub Thabbit Qalb Scared for himself that to be firm upon his deen, asking Allah to be firm upon his deen. When Ibrahim salam, fearing that he will fall into shirk. Ibrahim alayhi salam, says, <laughs> That he will not be harmed except that which Allah has written for him. He will not be aided except that which Allah has written for him. So therefore, 
Lie your body be him. He doesn't care what the people say. If they praise him, if they dispraise him, who cares? A brother asked yesterday, he said to me, and this, uh, uh, some people say about that I'm, huh? I'm doing things maybe he shouldn't be doing. Or I'm overdoing it. I said, listen, don't waste your time. If you know yourself that you are being sincere to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in any action that you are doing, Alhamdulillah. Don't worry about what people are saying. Be sincere and go forward. But if he's advised you with something that is true, that you have uh, gone overboard and been excessive, then look at yourself. Then look at yourself. And it's good to be reminded. It's good to be reminded. Hey, wallah. Allah. ولكن قد يسوس نعم يوسوس الشيطان للإنسان إذا أراد أن يفعل عبادة. See when you want to do the ibadah now, what does shaitan do? He comes now between you and the ibadah. He comes between you and the ibadah. فيقول له and he says to him إنك تفعلها رياء. You are only doing it to show off. So the person ends up leaving it. This is wrong. This is how shaitan plays with you. Don't leave the action. Don't leave the action. Continue the action. But don't have showing off in it. And don't seek anyone else. So if you feel, if you hear that whisper, huh? if you feel that shaitan is whispering to you there, say, أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم. And you continue your ibadah. Don't look uh, don't stop your ibadah. Don't stop your good deed. Because you're not doing it for the people. Initially you started to do a good deed. Third question. Muslim How can a Muslim fear the punishment of the grave and the punishment of the hellfire? Shaykh Muhammad said, you, you can protect yourself from the punishment of the grave and the punishment of the hellfire. By doing good deeds. Good deeds that get you closer to Allah. And that good deed has two conditions. It has to be sincere. And it must be according to the sunnah of the Messenger Wasallam. And likewise, you don't bring in an innovative affair. You don't innovate in the religion. You do make you be careful that that action is sunnah. That that ibadah, that worship is sunnah. It's not something that it, it is. Uh, it is bid'ah. If it is bid'ah, then it's going to be rejected and only will lead you to the hellfire. And the Messenger وسلم, said that Allah said, Ana aghna shuraka'ani shirk. I'm free. Ana aghna. Al ghani is Allah. And that is the one who's rich and free from any want from anyone else. Free from having need from anyone else. Allah doesn't need uh, any partners to be set up as rivalries. As intermediaries, Ana Agna Shuraka and his shirk. Man Amila Amal and Ashraka Fihi Mari Gairi Taraktuhu Shirka. Whoever does an action whereby there is shirk in that action, committing shirk, setting up partners besides me, I leave him and his and his shirk. I leave him and his shirk. Hadith Sahih Muslim. So being sincere in all of your actions. Whoever does an action which we have not brought, it will be rejected. And from the reasons to protect yourself from the grave, he says, 
is that when you urinate, you don't urinate on your legs. فَكَانَ لَا As in the hadith, uh, the messenger went past two graves. وَقَالَ إِنَّهُمَ لَيُعَذَّبَانِ وَمَا يُعَذَّبَانِ فِي كَبِيرًا They are being punished and they are not being punished for a major sin. Then he paused and he said, بَلْ إِنَّهَا كَبِيرًا Rather it is كَبِيرًا أَمَّا أَحَدُهُمَا فَكَانَ يَمْشِ بَيْنَ النَّاسِ بِالنَّمِيمَةِ As for one of them who has been punished in the grave, he used to go and tail carry between the people, causing fitna. He's a fitna maker. Causing problems between two people. He goes to this one and says, he spoke about you. He went to this one and says, he spoke about you. And he causing two problems between two people. SubhanAllah. Maybe he adds to it as well. Slanders as well. And in another wording, أَمَّا أَحَدُهُمَا فَكَانَ يَمْشِي بَيْنَ النَّاسِ بِالْغِيبَةِ he used to go between the people, backbiting. And as for the other one, وَأَمَّا الْآخَرِ فَكَانَ لَا يَسْتَتِرُ مِنْ بَوْلِهِ He never used to يَسْتَتِرُ مِنْ بَوْلِهِ This has two meanings. The first meaning is, he never used to conceal his body from the urine coming back on himself. So he was not careful when he urinated. He urinated and he was going all over his legs. Or he doesn't clean his private parts. Urinates. He doesn't wash his private parts. And all that urine goes all over himself. Uh, impurity upon impurity. Or the other meaning is. nas. He never used to conceal himself from the eyes of the people. He would urinate in front of people. So both of them are correct meanings that the scholars have mentioned. That is a reason for punishment of the grave. So guarding that, you protect yourself from the punishment of the grave. And then he mentioned that hadith that we just mentioned, which is in Bukhari and Muslim. And also from protecting yourself from the punishment of the grave, is that you seek refuge from the punishment of the grave just before the taslim, the four things that you seek refuge from. And one of them is, Allahumma inni a'udhu bika min adhab al-qabr. O Allah, seek refuge from the punishment of the grave. So there are three questions that Shaykh Ibn Uthaymi answered. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us of those who are careful with regards to our actions, make our actions accepted, actions of the heart, actions of the limbs, statement of the tongue, and make our belief first and foremost corrected, aqidah, sahiha, the speech of the heart. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us and aid us before time comes when we have to leave this world. When each and every one of us will be accountable for their, for their reckoning. <coughs> and we will be raised up. That time will come when we will be raised up. This life is short and it's passing us by very quickly. Before we know it, that time comes is when your soul is leaving your body and it comes to your to your throat, the gargara. And at that time your sight is fixed. You're looking. Because now you know it's, it's over. And the toba stops now because now when your soul has reached your throat and is about to leave, it's too late. 
Your toba stops. You can't make toba anymore. You can't even speak. You call, your feet become cold. Your legs become cold. Now the soul is leaving your body. And you go into the next life. The barzakh. And your soul goes up to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It goes up to the first heaven, second heaven. If it is a righteous soul, it's open for you. If it is a wretched soul, then لا تفتحوا لهم أبواب الجنة The gates of paradise are not open for them. And it is waited for them to be buried and their soul is flung back into the ground for reckoning. But for the believers, then their soul is carried with much care and is returned back to the soul, to the body once the person is, uh, is, put, back, is put back into the grave. Once the body is put into the grave. From it we created you, and to it you return, and from it you will be raised up again. How can you reject faith in Allah when you were without life? He gave you life, and then He should cause you to die, then He should cause you to be raised up again, and to Him is the return. And the first to be raised up from the, from the earth is Rasulullah sallallahu the first of the graves to be open is the grave of Rasulullah And each and every one of us will be raised up naked, uncircumcised, and the hadith mentions buhma, without anything. No house, no, bit, no car, no wealth, no possessions, just you and your actions. So have we prepared for that day? Ya ligad. Oh, you believe for Allah and let every soul Look to what is prepared for the next day. And when the soul is about to die, people are looking around to see if there's any doctor to help that individual. Take them to hospital. Naam. In Surah Al-Qiyamah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions that they will be looking for anyone to... Huh? Anyone. And the word used is raq. Raq, is there a Raqi? Is there a doctor? Is there a tabib? Now he's this dhan, this conjecture is not conjecture, it's certain. He knows now the firaq is going to happen. The departing is happening. Back to Allah. And in Surah Al-Ghafir, وَأَنَّ مَرَدَّنَا إِلَى اللَّهِ That is the end result. فَسَتَذْكُرُونَ مَا أَقُولُ لَكُمْ وَأُفَوْضُ أَمْرِ اللَّهِ You will remember what I say to you. And you and we leave our uh, affair with Allah. We, we rely upon Allah. The reality is, each and every one of us going back to Allah. So make our actions sincere. Before that time comes. Make our salah a good salah. Make our ibadah a good ibadah. When we're sick, thank Allah, praise Allah, alhamdulillah, there are others worse than us. When we have calamities or afflictions or difficulties, say alhamdulillah ala kulli hal. And thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala what He has given us. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us of those who continuously remind each other, remind our own selves first and foremost, before that meeting with Allah. Aqulu qawli hadha wa astaghfirullah li wa lakum fa astaghfiruhu inna wa rahim.